Meet judging to start off is one of the most beautiful things that introduces students that know nothing about the meat industry or animal agriculture to meat science and the meat industry. Welcome to MeetsPad. In collaboration with the American Meat Science Association, it's a platform dedicated to share breakthrough knowledge that is accessible to the global meat industry. On each episode, you'll have the opportunity to listen and learn from meat specialists and professionals about the whole meat industry. This podcast is brought to you by the U.S. Meat Export Federation, Ultrasource, equipment and supplies for the meat and food industry, ViscoFan Collagen Casings, the best alternative to animal gut casings for a better taste and sustainable sausage making. Hello, meat folks. Welcome back to the Meats Pad Podcast. This is your hungry and humble host, Phil Bass, back yet again for another week with a meat enthusiast. And this time, we're bringing in some of the younger generation, folks. Uh, we have with us the president, the president of the Student American Meat Science Association Board of Directors, Megan Eckhart. Megan, how are you doing today? Absolutely wonderful. We are opening our facility to a bunch of passionate young meat scientists, and we are happy to see them. So it's a beautiful day in Canyon, Texas. Oh, I love I love that enthusiasm, enthusiasm, and and as you've just mentioned, Canyon, Texas, is the home of West Texas A and M University, and that's where uh, Megan is working on her her graduate studies right now. We won't get into that um, necessarily because um, for folks out there listening who are not part of the academic world, sometimes it's best to go ahead and just uh, collect the data, get the things analyzed, get it into a publishable form before we start talking about so, about that. So so we'll bring Megan back another time to talk more about her, her research um, that she's working on. Um, but what I wanted Megan to come here and talk about is for those out there in the industry who um, maybe are having some of those sleepless nights and wringing of the hands, wondering how is it that we're going to keep this industry running in the next several years? Um, I like to talk about the business aspect of the industry regularly uh, on this podcast. And part of that is making sure that we're bringing on the next set of leaders to, to help run uh, the meat business. And so um, Megan, you're going to be one of those leaders one of these days. And um, one of those things, first off, I want I want you as the representative of the of the students of the American Meat Science Association. Um, I do believe that you're well enough qualified to represent those students in maybe telling us a little bit about as a young professional or soon to be young professional. Um, what are your interests going forward and what are what are some of the interests that would help bring in more more folks to the industry younger folks to the industry and not just bring them in but keep them there yeah no that's that's great uh it, it opens up a lot of room for discussion um something over the years that i've kind of noticed from my experience at different universities or with internships or positions within different conferences or jobs um is really finding a sense of community. I mean, you can be the hardest working person in the room and that's really valuable and important. You can know all the things you can possibly know in an area or a field, but ultimately you need a great community and support system. And so if I'm going to go out into the industry today or if I'm gonna try and find um, a new program to become a part of, I really wanna walk in the door and feel like I'm a part of a family and a community. And so it may be the most esteemed business in the world or university and that's great, that's awesome. But I wanna know that I've got teammates 
and people to work with because it's really hard to conquer world and the world and your life um, alone. Um, so people are important. Yeah, being part of a team, a, a functioning team is is extremely uh, valuable. And I see that pattern. I'm glad you said that because I've seen that pattern in any size business that's out there. Um, if there is a good sense of community and a, and a, uh, a sense of belonging by the employees, um, there's, there's ownership, there's buy-in, there's a desire to be there at that point. And then it's, then it's one of those, and, and you've kind of alluded to this. It's, uh, it's nobody cares how much, you know, until they know how much you care. And, and I know that sounds a little cliche and a little touchy feely, but gosh, darn it, folks, we, we have to realize that people do want to be cared and, 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 and want to be welcomed uh, where it is that they're working. And um, sounds like you're doing that with your meets judging team right now, or at least I hope that's the, the community you're building. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, I wanted to add one more thing. So it's interesting when I look at my experience and the teams that I've been a part of or the groups that I've been a part of at these different universities, you know, you clock in 8 a.m., you leave by 5 p.m. That's a typical, uh, typical work day. But I often, I think back about all the really pleasant memories and awesome experiences I've had there are many days that maybe we're not working, but we're all sitting in the office and it's seven o'clock at night because we just got caught up talking about something or snacking on something and we're just enjoying each other's company. And so that's, that's really valuable to me. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's really saying something that means you're, you're, you have a team that you want to be a part of and want to be in, in the presence of. Um, I know quite often I, I, I tell folks that um, when, when we're, bringing someone on to our, our um, research team here at the University of Idaho. Uh, I spend more time seeing if that person is a good fit for the team more so than spending time looking over their transcripts and their, and their understanding of science, this, that, and the other. We'll teach that part. That's fine. And, and yeah, you have to have good grades to get into a graduate program and you have to, you have to be competent in that category. But if you're not a good fit personality wise, um, that makes it a little difficult. And it seems like that's something that, that the younger crowds looking at. And honestly, you guys are, are probably coming it from it from a more instinctual, um, background, which is, which is fantastic. And that's what, that's exactly what I wanted you to be telling the world right now is that if it's not instinctual to try to build a sense of community and a, and a, and a, and a well-functioning team, then we need to get there. And that's how we're going to bring the next set of uh, leaders on. So cool. What, um, so Megan, you're, you're also uh, helping to coach and have coached in the past a meets judging team. And first off, we've never really talked about that here on meets pad. And so I want you to just briefly tell the, the listeners out there who are unfamiliar with meets judging, what that is. And tell me a little bit about your coaching personality um, and, and, and how you're coaching your peers. Okay. So I actually, this is probably if I've ever been interviewed before, probably my favorite question. And I don't know that I've quite been asked it like you have asked it. And so me judging to start off is one of the most beautiful things that introduces students that know nothing about the meat industry or animal agriculture to meat science and the meat industry. I uh, am in, I'm from the hill country of Texas. I grew up on a farm. We raised cattle and sheep and uh, I got to high school and this ag teacher, he saw something in me and he said, 
I want her to be a part of my teams while she's here at Smith Valley High School. And so he recruited me to be on some of his FFA teams. But then, of course, most importantly, he recruited me to be on his FFA meet judging team, which then turned into our 4-H meet judging team. And so that's where I really got my first taste of the meat industry ever, of any capacity whatsoever. And from there, I was like, man, I really like this stuff. I really like that I get to travel and I get to see all these really cool things across the state of Texas. And then I learned that, hey, they actually do this in college. And so I was recruited uh, to judge collegiate meat judging. And um, I have not looked back since. I judged on the 2018, 2018 uh, Reserve National Champion Texas Tech meat judging team, where then I was recruited uh, to Angeles State to coach their judging team in 21. And now I'm here at WT. I coached the 2023 first ever national champion meat judging team at West Texas A&M University, and I'll be helping out this year and then coaching another team in 25. Um, what I like to think about what meat judging is, you're ultimately evaluating the products that we see every day within the meat industry, fresh meat specifically. Uh, we evaluate beef, pork, and lamb, uh, carcasses, wholesale cuts, and then of course we go into the grading system. We learn about yield and quality grading and ultimately separate those carcasses based off of value. And so we kind of get a, a really good look at what AMS does uh, within USDA. And then um, we learn more about the product that we get to see at the grocery store. About coaching my peers, um, this is another really, really important thing to me is I've mentioned community and family within the meat industry. When I was on my judging team at Texas Tech, we were a community. We were a group of friends. We hung out on the weekend. We hung out after class. We helped each other with our classes. We took classes together so that we could be together. Uh, riding in the vans, hands down the best and like most fun experiences I've had with that judging team. I miss those people on a daily basis and I'm grateful for those that I really keep in touch with on a daily basis. Um, now, when I transitioned into the coaching role, I got to make this my own. This was my avenue. This was my way to connect these students with the industry. Maybe they'd had experience, maybe they hadn't. I got to help them thrive. I got to introduce this passion that I have for this industry and share with them like, hey, by the way, there are all these different options. You don't have to just do this. You don't have to work in a plant. You can work in marketing. You can work in brand recognition, quality, food safety. There's so many different sectors. Um, but the biggest thing for me, yes, a successful meat judging team might be defined as winning. But to me, a successful meat judging team is building good people for the community, future employers and employees good family members, good parents, great spouses, great brothers and sisters, and that's really important. So when I foster that environment for these students, what's important to me is that they know that I love them like they are my own kids. Like I cherish the time I spend with them and I truly would do anything to help make them successful or whatever they need in life. And I know there's the, the type of coaches that are hard, fast, this is the way it needs to be done. It needs to be a strict, tight environment. And yeah, I, I'm going to stay on you to get your work done and to be productive. But at the same time, I want you to know that at the end of practice, if you need to cry on my shoulder or if you need a hug, or if you want to tell me about your big accomplishment of the day, I'm there to receive it. And this is a family. The mission of the USMEF is to increase the value and profitability of the U.S. beef, pork, and lamb industries by enhancing demand for their products in export markets to a dynamic partnership of all stakeholders. Simply put, USMEF is putting U.S. meat on the world's table. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, if, if, um, if there was any doubt whether or not Megan is the right person to be the president of the American 
Meet Science Association student board, then um, I think that has just eliminated all doubt. That is, that is an amazing answer, and and I want to follow up on that. I I, I wrote something down here, and you've you've kind of alluded to it. How important is empowerment? Because you've mentioned, you know, there are there are teams that are very 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 strict, and and these are the guidelines, and there's no no deviation from it. You must do this, this, and this. And, and I've, I've started to learn over the years that, and I think Patton, George, George, General Patton said something like this, give, give a person a task and you'd be surprised at what they'll, they'll do. And um, in, in a good way, right? I've, I've really relied on empowering someone to say, here, I need you to do something. I need you to do a thing. And, um, and, and I've been so impressed by the results that come from that and it's not always a hundred percent it's hard to relinquish uh the um uh, get, re relinquish all the duty to that person but it's it's buy-in it's ownership of of that task and I'm, I'm rambling now so so megan take it away how important is empowerment to your teammates yeah so Kind of the first thing that I do when I get to know my judging team is first, like, I don't want them all to say, hey, this is really hard. This is super time consuming. I'm going to just like quit and go do other fun college things instead of judge me. And so that kind of plays along with, I want them to feel like they're a part of a community. But then with that, I be sure like when we start, they're not going to know much. They're not going to do it correctly. But I want them to know that the few things that they are doing correctly, they know it. And it's really important to me because that's how I always thrived as a person is significance is one of my top five strengths with the Clifton Strengths Finder. And I need to be told every now and then, Megan, you're doing a good job. And I've realized that about a lot of other students that they also, they deserve to know, hey, you've done at least one thing right today. And I do my best to highlight that. And maybe it's in front of the entire group. Maybe it's over there in a corner, just the two of us. But I let them know, hey, you're doing an exceptional job. Maybe you should share this with your teammates. And even so, I might say after we grade a set of reasons, everybody go look at Helene's back page. This was an awesome set. You could really learn from this. And so I feel like when you highlight an individual's strengths or something that they've done really well, they feel that sense of accomplishment and empowerment. Knowing that I believe in them and knowing that I have confidence in them is only going to strengthen their confidence. And ultimately, they will feel empowered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Find, highlight Highlighting high, high points. I mean, that's so important and reminding folks that they do matter and and their contribution to the team no matter the position um is so critical um and 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 for the 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 business operators out there i can't stress enough how important it is for if you're if you're one of the big big wig leaders um show up and be present and go shake hands of even all the way down to the newly hired person that's running the squeegee on the floor, you know, just tell them that they matter and remind them of how they're helping make, uh, make the business run better or make the team run better. And um, they're going to want to stick around. That's a big part of this employment and labor shortage right now is people um, they they're going to stick around if they want to, and they feel like they're that they belong. And, and that's probably what you're saying with your team. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. And it's actually funny. Um, before this, I was kind of chit-chatting with our Meat Lab manager here. And 
I was kind of asking and questioning him on some values of, of what he thinks in a, a workplace environment. And he's like, you know, I've worked at this meat lab since I was the freshman undergrad. I was the low man on the totem pole. And now he's risen to be a graduate student and now running the facility. It is important to acknowledge that these people have done their job well. They need to be told, I'm grateful you're here. Job well done. And mm -hmm. we reward them for, for their hard work. And I think that's incredibly valuable. Yeah. The, yeah, the old, um, uh, the old business model of, well, you got paid, that's your reward. Um, it's nice, but it's not sustainable. And I, I promise everybody out there listening that, um, you can get a lot more out of people by telling them thankful, uh, thank you than, than, than just, uh, than just, you know, making sure that they have that paycheck. Although the paycheck's pretty darn important too. <laughs> don't, don't skimp on that side, but, um, but telling people, that they they matter they're a value to the team um is just as important and gosh i i'd almost say it's even more important in some cases so um that's pretty cool i want to ask you've already mentioned it but let's let's just make sure we cover all the bases how did you get involved in meat science you talked about your high school experience but uh what what led you to wanting to get go all the way for a phd in meat science well, that's even better because I have a, a way that I initially got started, but the, the thing that really sent me home, I'll, I'll get to that. So as I mentioned, I judged meets in high school and I was recruited and went off to judge collegiate meat judging. And of course, stayed really involved with uh, coaching. And I, I love I love the people. I love the competition, the spirit, the what it does to students to really get them fired up about meat science. Um, I was a freshman. Uh, when I had an upperclassman come up to me and say, hey, what are you doing this summer? You should stick around, attend A, you should attend this conference. But then secondly, you should compete on our meat science quiz bowl team. All right. So this is where I feel really guilty when I admit this, because I probably have been more involved with meat judging than anything else in my life. But something that I might just love just a little bit more than meat judging, which I didn't think was possible, is meat science quiz bowl. And so I competed on the quiz bowl team for three years while I was at Tech. Uh, we re were reserved my second year that I had competed in Colorado. Well, I guess that was the year before. The second year that I competed. And um, I remember I was just heartbroken and I, I cried. I was so upset. But I came back and that next year I was fired up. And two of the teammates I had already competed with for the first three years. And our third teammate was... Um, on their second year. And then I was there. So it was a well-seasoned team. And I was like, all right, this year, that was the year we went to Colorado. I said, we're going to do it. We're going to win it this year. And we worked incredibly hard. And I know more today as a graduate student about meat science because of my experience with quiz bowl. And I have thoroughly enjoyed learning this type of material and this knowledge. And it, really it could be anything, but in that environment of competition and spirit where it was just like, I get to do this with my friends every day. And I get to go and showcase my knowledge in front of people and hopefully educate others. I loved it when I was a competitor. And then of course I lost my eligibility when we finally won my third year that I competed. I went on and I'm like, all right, we've got to continue this. We've just got to keep putting this forward. And I coached the uh, quiz bowl team for two years while I was at Angelo State. And then uh, I coached the, the quiz bowl team here at WT now for my second year. And to watch their light bulbs come on when I uh, am teaching them about meat science and we're talking about meat color or muscle to meat or the sarcomere, it's really great. Um, it was really funny. I was uh, talking to a girl the other day and I was teaching her this concept and 
when she finally got it, I saw the light bulb come on and I got to say that was the like fluorescent light bulb. It was the largest light bulb I've ever seen in my life, but it was so fulfilling. It was awesome. Um, and that was one of those things where it really showed me that I love working with students and I love teaching and I love the science behind the meat industry. And I want to keep putting forth that so that we have wholesome products out in the meat industry, high quality cuts, and we have people that we can fill the industry with. And so ultimately, I want to fill that position where I can provide or I can contribute to the education that will soon day, soon one day be the industry um, personnel and hardworking employees. And so I've, I've loved, loved working with undergrads, and I just hope to continue to do that. And that's most of the reason why I've gone all the way to a PhD. I've also really enjoyed research. I was involved with research as an undergrad and then of course went on to do my thesis at Angelo State. And now I've dipped my toes in a couple of different buckets while I'm here at WT. Um, and I'm just excited to see what all we can uh, tell the industry in the coming year. Wow, 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 wow. So um, uh, two things to remind our listening audience out there who aren't, aren't of the uh, academic world. And if you're not a, a member of American Meat Science Association yet, um, yet another reason to become. But uh, um, so, the, so the PhD level is pretty much the entry level to get in to be a permanent instructor at a university. And that's, and that's what Megan is, is uh, striving to become at some point in her professional life. Um, but then uh, on the other side, the quiz bowl, if, if you've never attended the reciprocal meet conference, which this year is in Oklahoma city. And I don't have the dates here in front of me, but it's in Oklahoma city this year in June. Um, uh, go and check that out because you'll get to see a whole mess of young folks who are it. It's kind of a jeopardy like situation, but much more high paced and um, it's topics related to the meat industry and, and meat science. Uh, so the academic side of things, um, and it's everything. It is, it's questions about literally everything. And, and it's, an, it's very, very impressive to see the knowledge base of all of the folks that are attending uh, the quiz bowls that, is, um, that, are, that are participating in it. Um, it becomes a very um, sought after um, uh, accomplishment for those who are uh, participating as Megan has already alluded to. Um, and it's, and it's really cool to see that you're now Megan, uh, coaching, uh, and, and, and helping teach folks in that regard, um, uh, maybe in a little more informal setting than what you may eventually do at a university, but, uh, how cool is that? And, and, uh, I, I applaud you for your enthusiasm. I applaud you for your for your leadership, for uh, your peers and your your colleagues, your your uh, the the uh, underclassmen that are um, being influenced by you, um, folks out there. Uh, if uh, if if you're wondering what the future is going to look like, um, if Megan is leading it, the future is very very bright, and I appreciate all of this. And and speaking of which, when do you plan on graduating with this PhD, Megan? <laughs> so that's the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> if I take care of business and I uh, don't dip my toes in too many other teams and events, I plan to graduate in the uh, fall of 2025, as okay. I will coach the 2025 meat judging team. I will okay. see them to the end. Uh, so we'll take every day as it comes and 
see what happens. See what happens. Well, and that's, that's uh, you know, even if it does extend a little bit of your time, it's all very worthwhile. It's developing you as a person, as a leader. Um, you're going to be continuing to develop the underclassmen, which is extremely important as well. And for folks out there who are maybe wondering if we can uh, go ahead and get Megan hired, Stay tuned for fall of 2025. Maybe we'll have her back here to talk about our uh, her, her research that she's been working on as a graduate student. So anyway, Megan, thank you so much for joining us on Meets Pad, and we'll see you around.